This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. General Motors announced a fifth site for manufacturing EVs. It's going to invest more than a billion dollars in its Ramos Arispe plant in Mexico to start building EVs in 2023. GM currently makes the Equinox and Blazer, as well as engines and transmissions, at its plants in Mexico. But it did not say what electric vehicle it will be producing in the country. But the UAW sure wasn't happy with the news. Its vice president called it a slap in the face. Well, we understand where the UAW is coming from. Three of GM's five sites that will make EVs are in the U.S., while the other is in Canada. Our guess is whatever vehicle GM makes in Mexico will be sold globally, including China. And that means it won't be slapped with the same import tariff that it would be if it were made in the U.S. VW could be in some hot water over its Volkswagen marketing stunt. The automaker put out a press release days before April Fool's Day, claiming it was changing its name in the U.S. to Volkswagen. But a day later, it admitted the name change wasn't true and was meant to highlight its transition to an electric car company. VW later apologized after receiving backlash. But now Reuters reports that the Securities and Exchange Commission has opened an investigation into the stunt. Both the SEC and VW declined to comment. While the company did receive a lot of media attention over the gag, it should probably have waited until April Fool's Day to pull off the prank. Not long ago, we talked about moving upscale could be a mistake for some automakers because it leaves the door open for someone else to take over the bottom of the market, especially when it comes to EVs. And we've seen China's Hongguang Mini EV, which starts at about 4300 bucks, have great sales success in China because just about anybody can afford it. Now buyers in France have access to an affordable EV too. The new Dacia Spring Electric starts at 12,400 euro, including a 5,000 euro incentive. And like the Mini EV, it keeps things simple. No fancy materials or big wheels and tires. The battery pack is small at 26.8 kilowatt hours, which will probably provide a little more than 100 miles of range in the real world. And it's not trying to set any acceleration records with a 33 kilowatt or roughly 44 horsepower electric motor. But those things keep the price down, and we think we're going to see a lot more EVs like this. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. Last year, Ford and Volkswagen announced a deal to allow Ford to build an electric vehicle off of VW's MEB platform. Ford will begin producing that model at its factory in Cologne, Germany in 2023. And now Bloomberg reports that the companies are in talks to allow Ford to build a second EV off of VW's architecture. A formal announcement could happen in the coming weeks. After the initial deal, Ford said it expected to build 600,000 EVs off the MEB platform, but didn't provide a time frame. 
By adding a second MEB electric to its portfolio, it'll make it a lot easier to hit that target. Jeep is making sure its plug-in version of the Wrangler, the 4xe, is as off-road ready as the gasoline and diesel-powered versions. With the help of Mopar, it just introduced a 2-inch lift kit for the model. The company claims it's the first lift kit available for a plug-in hybrid vehicle. It includes four springs, four Fox shocks, front lower control arms, front and rear stabilizer links, front and rear bump stops, and all of which comes in a custom reusable crate with the Jeep Performance Parts logo on it. The setup costs $2,310. Mopar created even more accessories for the Wrangler 4xe, and you can check those out by clicking on the link in the transcript or in the description box below. Well, here's an interesting EV partnership. Williams Advanced Engineering is teaming up with a tall design to offer high-performance EVs to anyone that wants them. The idea is that Williams supplies the chassis, and then a tall design comes in and does the design. The composite chassis has a flexible wheelbase and was specifically designed to accommodate a number of body types, including sedans, convertibles, crossovers, and grand tourers. It can be equipped with up to 1,000 kilowatts of power, and thanks to a structural battery pack, which has a capacity of up to 160 kilowatt hours, provides up to 1,000 kilometers, or about 620 miles of range. The two companies say they'll be able to support production runs of up to 10,000 units a year. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Automated and autonomous driving are important developments that help make the traffic of the future safer, more efficient, and more comfortable. We are ZF. Seems like everyone wants to get in on the EV revolution, and now you can add Saudi Arabia to the list. Bloomberg reports that the country is looking into creating its own electric car maker and has hired Boston Consulting to advise it. It's part of a broader effort to build up an automotive infrastructure and increase local manufacturing. The country's public investment fund has also invested in EV makers like Tesla and Lucid. And it's not too surprising it's interested in establishing its own EV brand since it's so reliant on oil and many countries are moving forward with ICE bans. BMW is launching a competition for startups to help increase sustainability. Called the Open Call 360 Degree Sustainability Challenge, startups can submit products and solutions in seven areas, including recyclable materials, sustainable supply chain, energy-efficient production, mobile intelligence, intelligent building management, customer-centric mobility, and sustainable technologies. There's also a wildcard option if a startup has an idea that doesn't fit into any of those categories. Registration is open now, and applications must be received by the end of June. Winners will be announced at the IAA Mobility in Munich in September, and will gain access to BMW's Startup Garage, which will help them develop their ideas. 
Free to Move, which is Stellantis's mobility brand, announced it's expanding its subscription service in the U.S. to six states this year. It currently only operates in L.A. Automakers have had mixed results with subscription services, which allows customers to pay for a vehicle on a month-to-month basis. While it's more expensive than leasing, it typically includes insurance, maintenance, and roadside assistance. Volvo and Porsche have had success, but others like Ford and Cadillac have had to pause or sell off their services. But what makes Free to Move different is that it not only offers vehicles from Stellantis' brands, but also ones from competitors. It's going to be interesting to see if it has more success doing it that way. That's it for today's show. Thank you for watching, and have a great weekend. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. And by ZF. ZF, driving intelligence for software-defined vehicles and transforming next-generation mobility. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.